What's up, everybody? It's Zach from at Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with another Slab Stocks FC YouTube video. As we all know, this has been a huge week uh, for the soccer card market, and it really, it really started with the ESPN article talking about Erling Holland featuring the boss man Aaron at Slab Stocks Aaron, and he his quotes in the article, which are can be found here. Holland is a goal-scoring machine, Aaron no Noak, CEO of sports trading card website Slabstocks, tells ESPN. He's super young, one of the highest-value prospects in, in, in the market right now. I'd say Mbappe was the most coveted prospect for the last year and a half, but now Holland has risen to that level. Yes, they are now 1A and 1B in the market's eyes, and their prices are intertwined A and B. They closely mirror each other. In addition, this article had another heavy hitter in Ken Golden who said, Soccer is our highest growth category right now. Ken Golden, founder of sports trading card specialist Golden Auctions, tells ESPN. When I started the business in 2012, the people looking for soccer cards were non-existent. It started becoming popular in 2019, more so 2020. And right now, it is to the point that if you took Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes out of the American football market, soccer would be third for us behind baseball and basketball. It is our biggest growing international market. This is huge news. It's confirming what we... In, or at least I already thought in my head in that soccer had surpassed football as, as a market. And if it's coming from Ken Col Golden, who operates in the super high-end realm, that that's validation to that theory. A, B, our biggest growing international market. This shows how much potential soccer cards have worldwide because this is the sport that the world wants to get into when it comes to cards. And additionally, ESPN having an article discussing soccer cards is massive, absolutely massive for the market. It's huge for Holland's cards, just huge in general. With that being said, this is a great uh, segue into what the main part of this video is going to be, which is discussing the big auctions that happened that ended tonight. I'm recording this on Saturday night for PWCC and the big auctions going on at Golden right now that are ending next week. That being said, let's go into the first one. Erlen Holland, 2019-20 finest, BGS 9-5, prize footballers, one-of-one one super refractor. Holland, rookie, one-of-one. One. That's all that needs to really be said about this card. It's over at Golden Auctions. It ends next week. Current bid of $31,000. Why this matters for... I mean, of course, most people will not be able to own this card, obviously, for financial reasons and due to how rare it is. But as we have seen in the past, huge sales in a specific card cause the lower tier versions of that card to spike. So assuming we see a six-figure sale of this card, which is pretty likely considering it's a one-of-one one Holland rookie, you can expect to see a bit of a jump in the base Holland prize footballers, the refractor Holland prize footballers. All of that. So that's going to be something to monitor over the next two weeks. Next card. Major sale of Holland tonight over at PWCC. The Topps Chrome Bundesliga Gold Refractor Auto PSA 10. Only 16 of these have been graded by PSA. 
nine tens, five nines. And this sold for, as you can see, a massive, massive price of $67,700. While not the one out of 25 that sold for over 100 grand the week before, this is still an important sale showing the strength of the Holland market, even though it's a sticker auto. Just Holland in general is so hot right now. And these massive sales back that up. Next, we have the 2018 Panini Prism World Cup orange Mbappe prism out of 65 10 PSA 10s of this card seven nines and two sevens been graded by PSA and then a few more by BGS this card has seen some growth as you can see a PSA 10 so higher value than the BGS 95 that sold tonight sold on February 24th which is about a month ago for $14,100 sold tonight a BGS 95 almost 18k that's a 27 percent increase in a month in a less valued version of that card so if we see a psa 10 of this hit the market it probably would have sold for around 24 25 grand maybe which is a big jump in price in a month's time due to a the growing strength of the soccer card market how much people want mbappe and the performances he's been putting in and the speculation people have on the short-term future with the UCL and Euros, which Mbappe has a great shot to win both. This is a sale that is very interesting to me. So January 26, 2021, the same Messi card, or might not have been the same serial number, but this Messi International Icons Gold Auto out of six sold for $67.88. And then sold tonight for almost $12,000. So the price, 74% increase in about two months. And this is significant because it's showing that the high-end auto markets of legends like Messi or Ronaldo are starting to gain steam, like how they did in the basketball card market with the tremendous growth seen in the high-end Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan autos. And again... This doesn't happen if more people aren't entering the market because there aren't if more people don't enter, there aren't enough people that can afford to and want to chase after these type of cards. Next card. This was a bit stagnant, which is interesting to me. So this was a card to be on the 2014 Panini Prism World Cup matchups, silver prism, PSA 9, 28 nines, 110, 36 hold on the pop. So this card was the talk of the soccer card market about a month ago when we had the $34,000 sale of the PSA 10 and then the $50,000 sale of the purple refractor. It has since plateaued, but has not dipped as shown by the $9,800 sale on February 24th. And then the $10,100 sale tonight. So a very modest 3% growth. And that's this plateauing is a good sign for the market. Cards can't just keep going up and up and up forever. There needs to be dips and plateaus and market corrections. If not, then it signifies we're in a bubble, which I believe we are nowhere near. And this, these type of sales show that, including this, building on the theme of we're not in the bubble and we need a market correction and a dip. But there's, a li there's other reasons why this card didn't sell for as much as it could have. So the messy... Mega Cracks, main iconic rookie, BGS 9.5. The one on March 6, 2021, that sold for $99,630, had a couple advantage over the one that sold 
tonight for $75,655, which was 24% decrease in price. So the advantages the March 6th one had, A, it was sold by Golden. And as we all know, Golden on the super high-end stuff like this commands a premium for the cards that other auction houses haven't, it seems that they haven't been able to match A. And B, the one that sold on Golden on the 6th had a better subgrades in this messy. So that could contribute to some of the price discrepancy, but I still think this card would have seen a dip anyways, which again is a good sign. Just like how the Jordan 10s have dipped, but they're still up a ton over the past years, just like these messies. The dips happens. Market's correct. People, like if you're holding messy rookies like I am, and I know lots of people are, not this high end for most of us, this is a good sign, and this just tells you to hold and ride it out. We're going to see more of these going up, down a little, new floors established, and then up again. That's just what happens in a healthy market. Next card I want to highlight, Cristiano Ronaldo's top rookie. PSA 10, Panini Sports Mega Cracks, number 137. Only 38 of these 10s exist out of only 127 total in the pop which is basically a little less, a little more than a third of the amount of Jordan 10s that exist. And Ronaldo's one of the goats, just like Jordan's one of the goats. So the last time this card sold was on January 30th, 2021 for $205,200. It, it is currently at golden auction for $152,000 with a week left. So you would think conservatively that this will easily clear this price. And I think it'll probably break $300,000. This card, which again, I still believe is undervalued if when there's 38 of these 10s versus 310 Jordan 10s and those Jordan 10 cards are still $450,000. I mean, if you have the money, that would seem like a bargain to me. But again, it, Ronaldo's market is showing and when this card sells, we're going to see that growth in, over the previous sale. Another interesting card the only 10 in existence of this card, the 1979 Panini Calcius Tori, number 312 Maradona, his most iconic card or sticker. It's over at Golden Auctions, current bid of $49,000. And we had a BVG 9.5 sell tonight on Golden, or not on Golden, I'm sorry, on PWCC Auctions for, I believe it was almost $18,000. But that's BVG. It's a 9.5. It's not a PSA 10. And again, not on golden auctions. There's lots of people out there that say Maradona is the greatest soccer player of all time. And they have a very credible argument to say that. While I may not agree with them, there is the, a very credible argument for that. So we're finally starting to see his high-end stuff, his high-end market really pick up as he's being recognized by the hobby as truly one of the goats in the sport. Next card. The biggest soccer sale I've ever seen. The 1958 Alifa Bologay, number 635, Pele, PSA 8. So there are five 8s without a qualifier, then four with a qualifier, and then five PSA 9s. The last similar type of this card to sell was the PSA 9 that sold on October 31st, 2020 for $288,000. Yet a PSA 8 sold today. For $340,100, which is an 18% growth 
on a card that's a lesser grade. So that means if we saw this, a PSA 9 of this card end tonight, it crosses half a million easily. And based on these numbers, I wouldn't be surprised if the next time a 9 hits the market, it is the first soccer card to cross that million-dollar mark. So that was it on the main high-end card sales I wanted to highlight uh, tonight. Now uh, going to go into some mailbag. First question. What is David Beckham's first World Cup sticker? He played in the 1998 World Cup, a no panini sticker. So this isn't technically a World Cup sticker, but Upper Deck did come out with like an England kind of national team World Cup set in 1998. And this is the David Beckham card to come out of it. So I would say you could argue that this is his first World Cup, at least adjacent Carter sticker. Why haven't people started stocking up on the 2017 Panini 365 or Ronaldo 50? Because as far as I can tell, they just seem to be random stickers of of the players in their 14th and 15th year that have no reason to be iconic and people just, A, don't know about and B, don't care about in the hobby and in the market. So, yeah, that's why people haven't started stocking up. But if you believe in it, and you end up being right if you're picking them up for dirt cheap now, so go for it. But yes, baby. Yes, indeed. What a goal he scored the other night for the U.S. He, the quality he has is amazing. His foot skills, his runs, his finishing. Amazing week for him. Two goals for Barcelona and then a goal for the U.S. He's looking quality. And watch, watch out for the U.S. That wasn't even their best lineup, but they – have shown a quality in the side that has never been there for the U.S. before. I think we could see some damage being done by the U.S. in 2022. And then in 2026, when it's here in the U.S., really watch out. What's your opinion on football stickers? I think by this you mean like soccer stickers. Two, I have two opinions. A, if it's a modern card and you can go buy a rookie sticker or a rookie card of that player, I'd go for the card. I think that will carry more value long-term because cards are just more iconic in the American market. And it's kind of spreading throughout the globe in that respect. But stickers are awesome. I love vintage stickers. And there's definitely opportunity in modern stickers too, but I prefer the cards. But yeah, stickers are still very dope. Copa America, good investment. I'm guessing by this question, you mean that Buying players who you think will do well slash win the Copa America, is that a good investment? And I would say yes. If you are buying the rookies of a player you think is going to have a big summer in a big international tournament, and they do, you will generally make money on it. It goes for Copa America. That goes for the Euro. That goes for like the CONCACAF Gold Cup, even if you're buying an American player or a Mexican player that people like that could do well and that could win it. But yes, that's a good strategy. Like a good way to do gambling, I feel like a better way to gamble on the tournament. Because even if you're wrong, the card or sticker will still have value and you can still profit off it. How do we handle the current PSA backlog? Last question of the mailbag. Thank you everyone for submitting your questions as usual. So for this, I I would say, A, watch this Slab Stocks Live where they talk Aaron and Nate talk about how to decide which sports cards to grade now with the PSA backlog and the price increase and all that. 
but my thoughts are I'm really I, – I will probably continue to grade stuff at the bulk level, but A, I'm going to be more selective, and B, I have to be 100% confident that and okay with the fact that I won't see those cards for 12 to 18 months and have a plan around that and know what I'm going to do with that and feel comfor- comfortable and parking my money for that long. And then for other cards, I would try to say more towards the couple hundred dollar raw cards that you're confident have a good chance of grading well and then submitting at like the 150 or $200 level and getting your cards back quick. That's what I would do in regards to the PSA backlog. That being said, it's going to do it for this week. Thank you, everybody, for watching. So always shoot me any questions in the DMs. My DMs are always open at Premier Soccer Investing. Like, subscribe, and comment on the video what you want to see next. Thanks for watching and peace.